Life is not about waiting for the storm to pass, guys. It's about learning how to dance in the fucking rain. Welcome to Steel Jack City. Build strength. Get jacked. Begin today, it continues tomorrow, and it never fucking dies. Carve the mindset. The back's against the wall. The only way out is to put the work in. Now here's your host, C-Roy. What's your passion? My passion is fucking passion. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the podcast. Before we dive in today, um, we're doing this in my kitchen, so you're probably going to hear some background noise, like uh, Preacher not sitting still. Preacher's my dog, for those of you that don't know. Um, But also, before we get started, I got to tell you guys about my man, Mike Butler, and his insurance agency. Call Mike for all of your health life, and Medicare insurance needs in our home state of Michigan. His number is 248-844-9110. He goes out and he finds the best value for you, whether you're self-employed, whether you own a business, or if you're just not getting coverage from your job because they're cheap as... Oh, I almost said the F word. I'm going to try to make it through a whole episode without saying the F word. If I do, I gotta do some I gotta do 25 push-ups. So I'm gonna try to go through. I didn't make it last week. But I can I'm feeling pretty good about this week. I'm not gonna say the F word this whole show. Um but yeah, Mike Butler, make sure you give him a call. Um he really is uh he he's helped me out a lot, even uh even with I just got married last weekend. Uh, a little foreshadowing for the show. But uh even even still, he helped me navigate the process of me getting put on my new wife's insurance. Um, you know, something that he doesn't even have, but he doesn't even help with. Um, but he helped me navigate that whole process. He just makes things super easy, super practical. Um, does everything for you. My brother now uses him. Um, my sister has gone through him. Um, he is the best in the business. So make sure you give him a call, even if you already got an insurance guy. Dump him and get this guy, 248-844-9110. Now, as I said before, I'm a little foreshadowing for this show. Last Saturday, eight days ago, um, I got married. And today, we have a our first ever guest, and it is none other than my wife, Sarah, formerly Shimer, Roy, welcome. What do you guys say for yourself? <laughs> I'm so honored to be the first guest. On you the podcast. should be. You should be honored. It's a little weird to record a podcast when uh, you, like you're talking to people, but you're not talking to people. So it's kind of odd. But um, we'll see how you do. Anybody could judge me. That's fine. <laughs> So, me and you have been together for seven years. Oh, almost seven years. It'll be seven years in December. Pretty much seven years. Yeah. I mean, 
talking and we knew we've known each other and been talking for over seven years. Yeah. Um, so even though we've only been married a week, I think that we have some ground to speak on relationships. Yeah. And then I'm going to give my take on marriage. <laughs> if you expect <clears throat> a man or a woman to be faithful and loyal to that one person, that means that they have to, and this goes in with really what I want to talk about with marriage too. So it's a perfect segue. You want them to be loyal to you, but you let yourself go and you don't do anything about it. See what I said, letting yourself go. It's yeah. not just about getting fat. It's like you don't care about yourself anymore, so you're letting yourself go. No, it's not It's not a decision. It's not a conscious decision because it's not something you do Nobody's one day. Nobody's going to listen to us argue for 20 minutes. We're not arguing. Continue. I'm saying it's not one decision. Like you're making it sound like a person just wakes up and decides. It doesn't work that way. That's why so that's why people get overweight without realizing it because it's the little tiny decisions every single day. It's, you know, oh, I'll, ha- I'll just have one cupcake or I'll just have, you know, an extra creamer in my coffee <laughs> or the guy that wants two cupcakes a day. That Okay, hey, am I letting myself go? I don't think so. Sorry I had our wedding cupcakes. Jeez, give me a break here. And now you didn't have any cupcakes either. But anyways, it's the little decisions they made every day. And then, you know, they wake up seven years later and they're 30 pounds heavier. You understand what I'm saying? You don't agree with me on this. You, you, you don't think that this is, Hey, I've gained 22 pounds since we started dating, right? Is this about me? No. I let myself go. I've gained 22 pounds since we started dating. You were 17 when we started dating. You weren't even done growing. You said when you're in Yeah, but you're not overweight. You are not overweight. All right. You're not. You're 120 pounds. What are you? Is that what you are? 120 pounds? Yes. Okay, that's like a, a normal body weight for a woman your size. Okay. I'm not saying you have to be swimsuit model. You know, I'm not talking to these people saying that you have to be freaking cover GQ here. You have to be healthy. Be be in a healthy range. Be healthy. But this this goes in line with my, like, this is what I want to talk about with marriage. Like I said, we've only been married a week. But this is where I think a lot of marriages go wrong because if you're going to commit yourself to one person for the rest of your life, you need to be the best version of yourself possible. I agree with that. So, and like this goes in line, like I am more, I am even more committed to my training, to my diet and everything just to be the best version of myself because when you're single people it's it's totally backwards when a person is single they think that they have to get in really good shape they have to you know look really pretty whatever it may be to try and attract as many people as possible because they're trying to find someone and then when they find someone and they get married they're like oh okay now it's a fit they're, they're stuck with me now i don't have to try anymore and I think that is such a terrible 
ass backwards way of thinking. It should be the opposite. I agree with that. I feel like it's easier to appeal to the masses than it is to one person. Exactly. Like yeah. I could walk out today. You could find anybody. Yeah. I mean, you. there's so many people in the world. You can attract so many people. It's totally ass backwards. When you find that one person and you get married, like let's just use us for an example. Now that we're married, I look at it as I need to be even better because now I have to beat everybody else. She she only has me. She is I don't want to say stuck with me, but I mean technically you are. <laughs> So I don't want her to even want to notice anybody else. So I'm going to be the absolute best version I can be to give her the best husband she could possibly have. And people don't think, people think, oh, they're stuck with me now. Who cares if I put on 20 pounds? He can't leave me or she can't leave me. Who cares now? Like, and I think that, and then you wonder, and then you wonder why people cheat on each other. Like. That's, that's such, it's, it's, it's rude. It's inconsiderate. It is immature. Um, it's, it's, it's dumb. What do you think? I agree. You're a great co-host. I've been saying I agree. (laughs) You had a lot to the conversation. But yeah, so like, and that's what, now, obviously when you get married and, and okay, you females out there, you can hear all of you already saying, oh, oh what if I get pregnant and I put on 20 pounds? Hey, that's what I always uh, say. <laughs> oh, what if, what if I... Okay. This is, this is obviously pregnancy, things of that nature. You're going to gain weight. Okay. And a guy that I don't think a man is ever going to break up with a woman because she gets pregnant. Well, obviously, I mean, guys do do that, but I mean, they're not the ones you want to be with. Anyway. But not because you're fat, yeah. And if you're guy, if you're with a guy that does that, then you're fucking god damn it. So you have fifty more to do. No, that's seventy five now. Yeah, but you have fifty more. No. Oh. I I did my twenty five for the first one. I sweared twice after that, and that was my third. So now I have seventy five push ups at the end of this thing. That's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, no, it's just that's getting out of hand. <laughs> <laughs> Where was I at here? Oh, uh, the if the guys leave after getting pregnant. Oh yeah, yeah. If you're with a guy, yeah, then you just got blinders on, anyways, and you should you, leave them. You pretty much absolutely. You, you made that bed, so good luck sleeping in that one. But I'm not talking about that. Okay, I'm not talking about pregnancy. I'm not talking about if you develop a, a medical condition that you know that makes you gain weight. Like a thyroid issue. Yeah. Yeah. But even then don't use that as an excuse. After that baby's born, you should be working hard to get back to where you were before. If you get a condition, you should consult with your doctor to get it under control and do what you can. It's not an excuse just to let yourself go. Oh, you, it's not my fault. It's not bull crap. You do what you can to get back to where you were. You need to do that not only for yourself, just because it's healthy. I mean, we're we're not even talking about the fact that just being overweight is extremely unhealthy. We're talking about this is the marriage episode. We're just talking about doing it for your partner. I mean, if you truly, you should do it for yourself. You should love yourself. Yeah, absolutely, you should. But because it's the marriage episode, that's what I'm more focused on. Obviously, I work out for myself. 
but I'm saying it's more enhanced now because of you. Because now that we're married, I want to be a man. <laughs> I want to be the best man C-Roy can be. Physically, mentally, emotionally, you know, whatever it is. Because I want to give that to her. And it's it's not, you know, she's stuck with me now. I'm going to let myself go because she can't leave me now. You know, bullshit. She definitely can. I mean, divorce. Yeah, that's why 60% of marriages now end in divorce because people have this broken-ass mindset. It's it's a terrible mindset, and that's why so many of these relationships fail. Um, you know, we've been together for seven years. And obviously, I've always worked out and everything, but it just spans so much wider than that, so much further than that. Um and she's had to deal with it too. I mean, she's not like super into fitness like I am. You know, we have a, some different interests and everything. But, you know, she, she, you were at, why am I saying you can say you were active before we started dating. You were in track and stuff in high school. And you'd go to the gym sporadically, right? Did you go to like the, uh, the uh, rec center? The rec center. Yeah. <laughs> yeah every once in a while. But when, we, but when we started dating, she put a little bit more effort into it because she knew that I was passionate about it. And she did that for me. Yeah, like before you, I don't think I ever weightlifted in my life. Yeah. So you could probably speak more on that than I could about having a partner. That has differences? like Yeah, like, you know, I'm super into fitness and health. and It's and like how to juggle that when it's not my interest. Yeah. Let's. I've never actually heard this. This will be some good insight. Let's listen to this. Um. <laughs> well, it's like it's a couple different things, right? So, one, I see how passionate you are about it, right? Mm-hmm. And it kind of inspires me to. Well, at first it was like, okay, if he's really into it, like I should try and see, like, what is all the hype about, right? Like. Why does he have to be at the gym every single day? Like, because I've never been that person. Like, I never understood why it was, like, how you can possibly see it was fun. Like, I went because I didn't want to get fat. Like, it wasn't like a, I love being here kind of thing, right? So, one, it was like, I wanted to try it because I wanted to understand, I guess, what you saw in it and why you were so passionate about it. Mm -hmm. Um. Still to this day, seven years later, trying to figure that out. <laughs> <laughs> but it's more of like, it inspires me, right? Because you can work out every single day and you are still getting PRs and you're still excited about it. And it's never like you're doing, you don't do the same thing every day kind of thing, right? You're always excited about it and you're still like striving towards different goals in the gym and you inspire everyone around you. Um, so... I'm around that every day. So I feel like I want to be a part of it as well. And I want to start achieving my own goals in the gym. And at first it was like, I wanted to make you proud of me. Like, oh, I can deadlift 30 pounds. Like little things like that. Like you deadlifted 200 pounds. Well, no, but like when we first started dating, like I was excited that I could deadlift the bar, like going from the PVC pipe to an actual like bar. Like that was huge. Right. And then I started getting like hitting certain goals that you were setting for me like that helped. And then, um, 
you were writing up programs for me and diets and things like that. So like, I felt like if you were putting effort into it, then I had to as well. Um, but now it's like, it's a little bit harder. I feel like, I mean, when we first started dating, I was working retail and now I'm working for a fortune 500 company. And like, I use that as an excuse a lot. Like I'm tired. I've been at work all day. Like I don't want to go to the gym. Mm Mm-hmm. And then you're like, no, there's no excuses. Like, you need to work out. Get in here. You'll feel better. And it's like, okay, he's asking me to do it. I should do it. But, I I mean, I always do feel better after. But still, it's a... Well, I'm glad that you know these things. <laughs> I just don't tell you. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't say these things to me during the week. I don't like telling him he's right. I mean, I actually tell him he's right 100% I, of the time. I like but. how you call them excuses. They are excuses. Yeah. But, like, literally, I sit at a desk all day. I do, like, I do walk around every hour, though, just to, like, because if I sit too long, like, my eyes start hurting and stuff from staring at the uh, computer screen. But I'll walk around every hour and stuff. But, like, that's draining. Like, I know it's not doing anything, oh, but literally no. sitting all day it makes you so tired. I, I worked there for seven months. It was, um... It was terrible. It was, um, yeah, I get tired. You don't do anything physically, but you're you're. It's emotionally draining. It's mentally draining. Um, I was leaving there depressed every day. I, I mean, I would walk out. It, it'd be May. It was May. It's freaking eighty three degrees and sunny, and I'd walk out and I'd be depressed, just because. I mean, you do. It's it's. Okay, well, that's you. I'm not depressed. I'm just tired. So then I'm like, I'd rather go home and like eat and lay on the couch do I really have to go to the gym and deadlift 180 pounds or whatever like I really 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 don't want to but that's your lifestyle right and I chose you as my partner in life and I feel like I need to put an effort as well it's not like you're asking me to be at your level and be passionate about yeah. it or anything. like but you're asking me hey just like this is a great lifestyle you should take care yeah, of yourself just enough to check the box like and now that we're married, I, you know, I can't necessarily expect that from her when we're dating to, to, to totally buy into this and everything. But now that we're married, I do. And I think it's her responsibility to be the healthiest she can be. And that's another thing for you married couples out there. You know, it's not just about letting yourself go. I've committed a relationship for the rest of my life with her. You know, I love the hell out of her. And if she just totally lets herself go, stops working out, eats whatever she wants and develops, you know, some lifestyle related illness and freaking croaks when she's 47, you know, like what the fuck? God damn it. (laughs) hundred. But that's also like, that's a thing. Like you're not, like you're not asking me to work out or anything like, like you're not asking me to, I guess like. I'm not asking you to be a freaking CrossFit athlete. I'm not right. asking you to be on the cover of, you know, women's health or anything. I'm I'm asking you to just do enough to be healthy and, and myself, to, yeah. to keep your body healthy um, because especially with that diet because, you know, I want you to carry my child in the next few years and I want that body to be a fortress of solitude for this little guy or girl. You know, so many things can go wrong when it comes to childbirth. And it's when you really stop to think about it, how a human being can can form, you know, inside of you. You know, it's it's 
everything you eat, the environment that you have created for that little person to grow and develop is so fragile. And there's so much garbage out there now. And the food and and everything, so many hormones. Yeah, just there's so many things. And it's already such a fragile process. You don't want to have a baby. And God forbid something is wrong with it. And you just look back and you think, if I would have, if I just would have done it a little differently, made a little bit of sacrifice for a a short amount of time. It really, it seems so long at the time, but when you look back on it, it's such a short amount of time. Well, okay. Actually, no, I'm going to add to that or change that because like, okay, let's say I'm getting my body ready for at least a year before we try having kids. Right. Mm -hmm. And then I'm extremely healthy during when our child is growing because I want them to have the right nutrients and things like that. Right. Mm -hmm. After that baby is born, I should still be doing absolutely everything I can to take care of myself and make sure I'm healthy. For sure. Because let's say, okay, you know what? I had the baby. They're healthy. As long as they're eating healthy, it's fine, but I'm going to eat whatever I want. And then I get a disease or something. And then guess what? Their mother's taken away from them. Exactly. Or, I mean, you're still going to be breastfeeding. You know, but I'm so saying like that, forever yeah, and always. That's what I'm saying. I have a it's, responsibility that's to that child. Yep. You have a responsibility to me now that we're married. And then once you become a parent, you have a responsibility to be around for that child for as long as you possibly can. And that's what people don't – they don't look at it that way, you know. And they give this stuff to their kids now. That's but why also, our kid – you know, 33% of our kids are obese now. Okay, but also – like where I'm at in my life, like especially with like all these books and stuff I've been reading, "Girl Wash Your Face" by Rachel Hollis is actually a very good one. Read it. But anyway, "Girl Wash Your Face." <laughs> it's like about you owe it to yourself too. I shouldn't say I owe it to you. I have a responsibility to you because you're my husband. No, I have a responsibility to myself to love myself and take care of myself. I have one life. Mm-hmm. Like I need to do it for myself and give myself the best possible quality of life that there is like if people don't look at it that way they put everything into somebody else like I never want to say oh I'm taking care of myself because my husband for my husband no I'm taking care of myself for myself no I you're preaching to the choir here I'm just saying I was doing all this stuff before I even knew you okay but I'm as I said it's the marriage episode but a good healthy marriage is built on loving yourself absolutely you should be happy by yourself you You should should be healthy by yourself yeah you should love yourself so i always tell you when we argue it's not my responsibility to make you happy (laughs) it's it's not my responsibility like yes to make you happy in situational you know aspects my happiness should not rely on but your overall life happiness should not be dependent on me that is so much pressure put on another person you need to be happy with yourself as an individual you know, if you're unhappy with yourself as an individual and you expect someone else to make you happy, that is a recipe for disaster. Yeah, because even any little thing that they do that, like, doesn't make you happy, you will turn it into the biggest thing ever. Yeah. So, absolutely, yes. You need to do it for yourself. You need to be healthy for yourself. You, that's the only way it's ever going to stick because you yourself is the only person that you're going to be with from the day you're born to the day you die. It's the only person that you're with 24 hours a day inside your own head. And if you're not on the same page with that person and that person isn't motivating to you, 
then nothing will ever stick long term or for the right reasons. But it doesn't mean that the people around you, like your family, can't enhance it. Like I said, with you or without you, I'm doing what I'm doing. But now that I have that extra push to be the best version of myself, because I want to be, I want to lay my head down at night knowing that you are laying by the best guy that you could possibly be with. Like that mindset, I think is, is, I don't want to say crucial um, or, or necessary, um, but I think it can be a, a huge ingredient to a successful marriage. I agree. So that was, that's the biggest thing that I wanted to talk about marriage because we can't really speak on marriage because we're only a week into it. We can talk about relationship. But yeah, but I mean, even so relationships, I mean, a lot of people don't even believe in marriage anymore, but just, you can carry that really with any relation, any monogamous relationship it really works with. If you're, if you're loyal with one person, you should be carrying that mindset with you. You know, it's not just because you're married, getting the best shit, getting my best shape and get most attractive so I can try and attract so many people. And then when I find one, I get lazy and let myself go. Well, because a lot of no. people think like, oh, they love me for who I am. They'll yeah. love me either way. Yeah. I, I don't, don't feel like it works that way. Though. Yeah, I don't either. We are animals at our core. Okay. Anybody that said, you know, you, I'm not saying you can't, you know, love somebody for who they are, their personality or something. But, you know, I think it is a responsibility of yourself just to be the best version you can be for that person. Um you know, and if you fall in love with someone and, you know, none of that stuff matters to them or it doesn't matter to you either and you make it all the way to the end, then I am super happy for you. But I'm just speaking from my personal view. And like I said, I'm probably going to catch a lot of flack for this. <laughs> but, you know, when I first saw Sarah seven years ago, I was attracted to her because I thought she was hot as hell. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. With like, my Auntie Anne's uniform on? Yeah. Yeah. I thought she was super hot. I was like, damn. Like, I was physically attracted to her. And like, I don't know, for me, that's a big aspect of our of a relationship is the physical nature of it. Mm-hmm. So if I'm not physically attracted to you anymore because, you know, I don't think being overweight is attractive, then that's a problem. And I expect the same thing from her, you know? Even though she said she wouldn't care. Oh, do you change your mind on that now? No, I still don't care. You still care? I feel like I could be. I feel pushing, like you should get a dad bod. I could be pushing three hundred. Yeah, I feel like you should get a dad bod. My, I had a big ass barrel hanging over my uh, my yeah, waistline. Yeah, I cuddle with you. You'd like that? You wouldn't mind a Santa Claus? No. Bod. I cuddle with you. It's fine. <laughs> well. So. <laughs> Uh, apparently, <laughs> I mean, but that ain't ever gonna happen, so I ain't gonna worry about that. Yeah, it's it's amazing, you know. Uh, a lot of girls have always, um, you know, paid attention to me for my body, and then the one I end up with can give two shits about it. <laughs> but uh, no, that kind of actually drives me even more. You know? But I don't know. That's my take, you know. <clears throat> so. Uh, that's that's it for really for the marriage because we can't really speak on anything else. Um, is there anything else? I want to ask you this. Do you, do you have anything else you want to add real quick about anything that we've talked about? No. 
Okay. So we'll, we'll start wrapping it up, but um, we'll end with this. Give me anywhere from one to three what you think are keys to a healthy, successful relationship. You've been in a you've been in a committed relationship for seven years almost now. So what do you think are the keys to a successful relationship? So I'll talk about one in particular that I think works for us. Okay. Um that's fair. That I actually like I talk about a lot with people. Like people always tell me all the time that they like get in arguments all the time and they fight. Right? Yeah. And like I don't think that we've ever had a serious fight in the seven years we've been together because I feel like we always find like something to laugh about. Like, but also I laugh when I'm really angry. And you don't take me seriously. So then I start laughing and then the argument ends. Yeah. But I feel like we can communicate really well. Like, like we're not confrontational people, but I feel like if something makes you mad, you have no problem telling me. If something makes me mad, I have no problem telling you. But then like we resolve the issue and then move on to like being our happy, like laughing selves like does that make sense like I feel like we laugh every single day together no matter what it is like we'll literally look at our dog and be like oh my gosh he's so cute and then start laughing like we laugh every day and I feel like that's a key to a relationship it's like yeah we've been together for seven years and you know it's not always been easy and I feel like we've been pretty like successful too early on like you know, you're part of like, you're a partner in a gym, you own your own gym. I work in a fortune 500 company. We own a house. We own a dog. Like we're taking care of that ourselves. Like we've gone through a lot together, but like we never take life too seriously, mm-hmm. but like, it's, it's about going through life with a partner. Like I genuinely look like genuinely look at you as a partner through anything. Like if I'm having a bad day, I come home and talk to you about it and you make me laugh like it's it's just that like it's a huge thing like I don't feel like we ever like truly fight yeah it's it's actually funny you said that because we've done we did zero prep for this by the way we we didn't no I was doing laundry and he said come record a podcast okay so we did yeah we did zero prep for this and I was actually thinking I knew I was going to ask this question to wrap up the podcast and I was thinking about what I was going to say at the gym this morning and I, it's pretty much along the same same lines of what you just said. So it's kind of bizarre that because uh, it works. So, but I, mean, I was going to kind of say it's like it's true. Like whenever we start to get in an argument, and like we fight, definitely, like just like any couple fights. But like when I when it starts to get heated, <laughs> like when it starts to get like or you know the 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 climax of the fight or whatever you want to call it. Like we have a sense about it and like, like one of us will pull the other one in like either you'll just come sit on my lap or I'll just be like, come here, give me a hug. Like, <laughs> and like, we're, we're still in the middle of the fight and like, she'll, she'll, she'll walk up to me with her arms down. She won't put her arms around me, but I'll still grab her. Or if I'm the one that's super heated, she'll make me sit down on a chair and sit on my lap. <laughs> Go sit like, down. Like, yeah. And then, like, you, we can – and then like, we just – we stop yelling. We we still have the argument. We still talk about it. But we're, like, we're either holding each other, we're hugging, or she's sitting on my lap, and we're, like, face-to-face, and we just start talking a lot more sensibly. Like, 
I don't know. It just kind of communicate. Yeah. It just kind of uh, diffuses the situation a little bit and, and kind of, and then as soon as we do that, preacher comes up and, and he and sits on either, our laps. He, he gets in our laps or walks in between us or, you know, and it's kind of hard to fight when you have a puppy like sitting right on your lap, but uh, he doesn't like it when we yell at each other. But I still but, feel like we always get our point across. It's not like we like end the argument and then like bring it up days later. Like we still talk about it, but like in a mature way, that's not fighting. Yeah. And I think, and I think too, it takes a mature party in some instances because in I would say 99% of fights there is a person that's probably more right and it takes and it takes (laughs) it takes you know a mature person that is in the wrong to you know the fights where you know I'm more right you know she's typically the one that tells me to sit down and she'll you know she's offering that kind of like that olive branch and she'll sit on my lap and apologize for something or whatever it might be. And then it's up to me to accept that, even though I'm still pissed off and I still maybe I maybe I don't want to stop fighting because I feel like, you know, I'm still heated or whatever. I have to understand that and take that. Or, you know, if she's more right, then I go and hug her, you know, whatever it may be. So it, it takes a little bit of maturity there too. But I think that truly, I think that, that's what I was thinking too. Like whenever we get in a disagreement or anything, we I think we have a good way of finding our way back to not fighting joking <laughs> joking joking by the end of the fight yeah you know usually every fight mm-hmm. ends in laughter some way shape or form but that's actually cool that uh, we both kind of had the same thing there because it works really well just because yeah. like you see like when i think about relationships and like problems in relationships like with people that have told me it's always about like the arguing or the fighting or whatever and i just like I look at them like I don't understand what you're saying. Like, how could your fighting end your relationship? Like, because yeah. like, I because like, I'm just like everybody okay, we, we argue, but like everybody does. It's never like it's never that bad. Yeah, what could you possibly get in an argument about that? That ends end your relationship. relationship, right? Now, and like I said, this is our key to our relationship. This is this. It goes without saying, being faithful, not cheating, like that stuff. Obviously, like this is. I mean, don't be an asshole. Right. But like. Like, yeah, I hope people understand that. Yeah. So, you know, outside of, you know, being a freaking douchebag, what are the keys to a successful relationship? Um, Finding your partner. Yeah. I just don't understand. Yeah. I feel like if you let a fight break you up, then. It's not a partnership. Yeah. It's just. every Because, I mean, when you spend that much time with someone, you're going to fight. Yeah, there's times where I don't even want to be in the same room as you. And we haven't even done anything. We're not even fighting. <laughs> I'm sick of her. Thank you. Sometimes. It's fine. She'll want to cuddle. Like, she'll come up and lay on me, and I'm just like, oh, <laughs> my gosh, get away from me. <laughs> I feel so loved right now. It happens, though. And there's times that she can't stand me either, even if we're not fighting. It's just it's the nature of being in a house with someone all the time, seeing them all the time. Yeah. But I mean when you travel for work or whatever it is, then like you just realize then you miss it. You miss them being around all the time. <laughs> you miss them annoying you. Yeah. So but I mean, I think that's pretty good. We've got forty minutes and that went pretty quickly. Is there anything you wanna add? I feel like we didn't even talk about relationships. We argued for like the first twenty minutes. What else do you want to say about relationships? I don't know. Nothing. Well then what are you talking about? <laughs> I don't know. 
If what? anybody has any questions for us, they can ask. Too. We've been talking about relationships for the, like this whole thing. Okay. How do you feel? Like you're I don't about know. It? What's your favorite part about our relationship? That we always laugh. Oh, okay. I thought I was buddy boy. That's my child. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. Yeah. I mean, that's. Uh, I really. I don't think I have anything else to add. So. We switched it up on you guys this week. A little, uh, no fitness, no nutrition, no working out stuff. Uh, well, I mean, we talked about it a little bit, but in the context of relationships and, and everything. And, um, but f- switched it up. So let me guy, let me know if you guys like that. Let me know if you guys like the, the little flip of the script there. Um, a little different topic, um, totally outside the realm of fitness. But, um, and if you got a problem with anything I said, uh, deal with it. <laughs> you want to say goodbye? Just don't be a douchebag. What? I don't think I said anything wrong. It's called um, what? What is it? Uh, taking in the criticism, like constructive criticism. You should accept it. I'll take constructive criticism. They say like, hey man, you know your podcast. You know maybe you should not. Maybe you should make them a little shorter, or maybe you should speak a little more clearly, or. You know, trying to say the F word so many times, like, I'll take that all day. But if someone doesn't agree with my point of view, that's not constructive criticism. That's that's like a crab. Everybody has the right to their opinion. And if I'm not attracted to overweight females, then <laughs> I don't understand what the problem is. <laughs> okay. You have to sign off because you have to do your 100 push-ups. I mean, I'm going to split those up. But yeah, I did freaking shoulders and stuff this morning. But um, yeah. All right, guys. So thanks for listening. Appreciate you. Um, Like the show. Share the show. Listen to this show with your spouse or your significant other. And let us know how that goes. Hopefully it's not like um, that Vince Vaughn movie. Which one? (laughs) The breakup. Oh. I guess like couples went and saw that movie. And then after the movie, like a ton of people broke up. That's scary. And if you have questions that you don't want to ask Chris, you can ask me. My name is Sarah Roy. Oh, Sarah Roy. Sarah Don Roy on Instagram. Instagram. Yeah, because Sarah Roy apparently is a popular name, and everybody has that in every like context you could possibly think of. Sarah Scheimer never had that issue ever. <laughs> Just want to point that out. Hey, you know. <laughs> welcome to having a common last name, but um, <clears throat> yeah. So like the show, share the show, um, send it to couples you know. Listen to it with your spouse. And if you guys start fighting about something, listen to our rule, man. I'm telling you, it's going to be a game changer for you guys out there. Um, So appreciate you listening. Uh, Until next time, GP, send us out. Boom. Second by second, you lose the opportunity to become the person you want to be. Where are you going to stop making excuses and take charge of your fucking life?